0: podcast is about keeping your meditation alive throughout your day probably the most frequent frustration for meditators beyond what actually happens in the space of sitting is that they lose those jewels or gems of awareness or stability as soon as or at some point after They leave the cushion. So this little technique is a way to reduce that frustration and, as as the title suggests, to extend your meditation beyond the cushion. Identifying an object of meditation from your daily meditation practice to return to, to return your mind to throughout the day is one of the most effective things you can do to help extend your meditation life beyond the cushion. Choosing a daily meditation object and recalling it frequently throughout your day helps enormously to evoke awareness in the midst of daily life and enables you to never stray too far from those points of vivid clarity, tranquility and insight that you have hopefully experienced in your meditation. Now when I say identifying a daily meditation object, What do I mean? So there are an array of infinite possibilities of what a meditation object indeed might be. But very broadly speaking, it can be an image or a visualisation, a phrase, a specific moment of vivid clarity or calm, insight. Or even simply your breath. Now in regards to visualizations and phrases. You should choose images or phrases that produce a wholesome, balanced or compassionate awareness. Which is the basis for what you should be focusing on in a meditation per se. But of course many other things can arise. So the way to go about this simple practice is after you've completed your daily meditation practice or if it happens less frequently, your weekly meditation practice identify some reference point a doorway to concentration, a moment of awareness all phrases for essentially the same thing an object of meditation which out from that meditation it may be the specific object of meditation that you were drawing upon or focusing on in your meditation which in the case of mindfulness of breathing would have been your breath your external breath in other instances of visualization you may have been focusing on a single visualization such as the image of a flame other meditations may be a whole lot more varied and they always are anyway even if that's not ideally the object but if your meditation has unfolded in positive ways and you've encountered insights of kind of penetrative awareness or even insight that you can capture conceptually or in words this is the thing to select as your meditation object of meditation I should also say that a phrase functioning as your object of meditation, of course, doesn't necessarily just arise out of your own mind, out of your own meditation. As I'll give a personal example later on, this can arise out of an inspired text that another has obviously penned that comes from their own insight. And if it's a quality um, spiritual, philosophical Uh, text that uh, resonates as, as truthful and deep and wise and you may be reading it, then that can be your object of meditation, both in a meditation itself and in this instance where we're selecting an object of meditation for your day. I should add, and this also comes up again a little later, is that these objects of meditation, these points of inspiration don't also necessarily happen just when you're sitting. I mean that's the thing, right? Sometimes those points of inspiration, if that's what it is, comes outside of that. And in that case you might choose. It may come the day before the evening before. That can also, if you feel that's most effective, you can use that. But primarily we're talking about Finishing your daily meditation practice and then after that deciding this will be the object of my meditation or the, the, my meditation object throughout the day. And if your meditation is at night, you're setting it for the next day. It can even be a particular physical sensation of, of your heart and the energy around your heart expanding. It can be, if you're um, partaking in forms of yogic practice, it can be a strong awareness of your central column. It could simply even be a feeling of being really embodied, having a really strong integration between mind and body. So this is your little gift, this is your hook if you like to anchor throughout the day, to anchor you to keep what was energised and effective what provided you with clarity, awareness or even just a measure of balance to not move too far away from that. You want to choose whatever is most energized and realistic for you to recall effectively and easily throughout whatever might be the inner and outer demands of your day. Choose something that you're going to want to return to, something that is a bit attractive. Whatever provides that strongest pull to bring you inward or to harness the qualities that you're most inspired to really develop and embody in a consistent way. So having selected the object of meditation, what do you do? You simply return to it. Return to it, return to it, return to it. Whenever you feasibly can. Direct your mind to it. Abide with it. Whether that be between other activities. In pauses. That you create so you can recall it. Or when you realise you have lost focus or balance. Simply return to it. You're not trying to plug it or mine it or go deeper, you're not trying to do anything fancy with it. You're just recalling that that object, that moment, that experience, that phrase. Direct your mind to it. Abide with it. As long as your outer conditions and your concentration allows. And if in that process your engagement with this reference point deepens and carries you further into it, raises new insights or experiences, even though you may be on the move and doing other things, make a little mental note of that or physical note of that. And then that can be brought to the table to the cushion, so to speak, to investigate and abide and deepen further when you return to practice. But maintain that initial object of meditation as much as you can by simply returning, directing your mind to it throughout the day. It truly is such a valuable method for maintaining your connection to the meditation amidst what might be otherwise a very chaotic, active, stimulating environment or even perhaps an environment with not much stimulation and the tendency to easily uh, fall into more lazy or sloppy modes of thinking and being. how to remember how to keep it alive throughout the day it seems a bit negative sometimes but our greatest greatest motivators seem to be to avoid suffering and I know I've been compelled to adopt this practice through the frustration of moving too far away from more ideal states of meditation so in a sense, sometimes you can initially be motivated to adopt this because you're just not happy with where your mind and awareness ends up within a day. And I think that is fine and a reasonable motivator. So if you use that initially, if that is what has even brought you to this this place and space, that's fine motivation initially. But then at some point too, if actually you turn that around to just something positive that you enjoy, that you delight in engaging with this beautiful object of meditation. And I say beautiful, maybe you're focusing simply on your breath, which might seem somewhat neutral, but these things become beautiful if they bring you to a point of concentration. So over time, if you actually find pleasure You find beauty, you find creativity in this process, albeit very stripped back and simple of directing your mind to this object of meditation. That will help it to become such a natural practice that just seems absurd not to do it. And it's not requiring an enormous amount of effort. It's really simply... That initial spark of motive, motivation. An experience, a hope, of its benefits. And then a commitment to continuing to do it. Of course, sometimes it might be harder because it's not always that you're moving yourself away from something negative. But maybe you're just finding yourself too engrossed in something It's very easy to get engrossed in, highly animated discussions on social media or the whole hugely amplified kind of social, cultural, political environment that we're living in. Sometimes that might be just where you need to be and how you need to be. But over time you might discover that actually at some point you need to pull back from that. And that the highs and lows of all of that stimulatory sensory world need some anchor point, some balance point within them. Beyond them, beneath them, around them. And that's what this meditation object is. So in more simple terms, how do you remember it? How do you stay committed to it? Find really obvious ways to put it prominently in your awareness, whether that be on notes, on your um, digital devices, in the toilet, uh, in the mirror. Wherever it is that will remind you to return to it. Simply Directing your mind to it, nothing fancy, just that, just saying hello, gently. You can also, extension of that, tie the object of meditation conceptually to another object that you have, be it a piece of jewelry or something that you often have with you, especially if it somehow might capture a similar quality to the form of the object But again, these are just simple devices that if you're motivated to do it, you will do it. You will create those things to help you, remember? But I should really say that you won't eventually need to write it anywhere or ever if you're really motivated along these lines because it just becomes so clear and vivid in your awareness. It becomes more present than anything else. And I don't mean in a way where you become distant or devoid um, from engaging intimately with the world and people and activities around you. I think quite frequently it enables you to give more potently to those things when they require it and what they require. Because you're constantly feeding your mind and awareness with a balance, with a point of energy, with a point of inspiration. It's a, it's a measure, it's a, it's a measuring point for you and for your awareness. It also reveals those things that just aren't worth occupying your mind with because you have this inner sense of, of the varying quality of that compared to your meditation or compared to you concentrating on something important. And over time it's just you, you have this taste for this depth and taste for this clarity and taste for this balance. And the more sugar hit high, stimulatory, sensory experiences become more like that, just like really cheap, um, refined uh, sugar that actually is just distasteful. Once you train your taste buds to, you know, pure honey, it's still very, very sweet, but the very opposite in terms of its um, nutrient value shall we say. A few other subsidiary points, but you've gotten the gist now, but a few other subsidiary points. Generally speaking, you want to choose one object and stick with it for the whole day from that morning's or the previous evening's meditation. However, sometimes you might find in the midst of the day that it's just not quite working for you and that it's, it's, it's just not attractive for you to record, it's not evoking a shift in your awareness and experience. And if that's the case, then you may decide to change your objective meditation to something maybe that emerges more strongly as you are going about your daily business and having a moment where you get a deeper flash of insight or inspiration, or you may return to something that was stronger some time some days ago. Now you're not going to be you're not going to be under serious trouble for changing your meditation object, but on the whole try to stick with the same one unless it feels really unskillful to do so. You might also find a further exception to this is that different objects of meditation will be more effective at different times of the day or through different activities, such as with you parenting, doing dishes in a kind of public-oriented workspace, commuting, cleaning, whatever, you know, we're all involved in a myriad of different roles and activities. And if you find that a particular object of meditation works really well in one space but not in another Course, maybe you end up identifying that you have three a day according to the structure and modes of your day, and maybe that works for you, no problem. But try and keep a certain consistency because that's partly the power of this is that consistency and that stability. Another wonderful outcome of this practice is that not only does it help you maintain a connection to your meditation awareness throughout the day but it can also give extra fuel to your on-the-cushion sitting meditation time. See, when you have placed your mind towards some this valuable point of meditation numerous times throughout the day, but you've been quite limited in how long you can stay with it or um, you know, your attention gets pulled away necessarily by other demands, and can then really relish the opportunity to just be able to abide with it without distraction when you do come to sit whereas often it can be it might feel a bit of a drag having this meditation object this one thing to go back to when you're sitting suddenly it's actually like ah oh, it's just you and me you know and as i said earlier and if there's little flashes or moments when throughout your day something has deepened in you're abiding with that object of meditation here's a space now to kind of enter that gently too to bring that to the space as a possibility this is the magic of creating the space for your inner life to develop and be nurtured it happens on the cushion it happens off the cushion it happens because you allow space you relinquish what needs to be relinquished you commit to what needs to be committed to and you experience the fruits of those choices you also experience the fruits of the choices when you don't quite relinquish what needs to be relinquished and commit to what needs to commit to it's not that there's some external punishment or reward it's just the nature of things but as a final plug for this wonderful technique Uh, Just to, to just go back and to capture the value of it is as an anchor, an anchor for you, for your heart, for your mind, for your energy body, for your physical body. An anchor amidst this whirling, swirling flux of sensation, experience, relations, activities, demands that invariably consume, engulf, entice, sad and damp and all of the whole spectrum within all of that, this object of meditation recalling it, simply recalling it throughout the day will bring you back to balance back to perspective, back to a place closer to equilibrium, insight back to a place where you want to be And in doing so, in abiding with that and recalling that, you're feeding that. It's growing. It's growing every day in you, becoming you. You becoming it incrementally, day by day. Whether that be a radiant flame, a beautiful Buddha, a phrase of insight, wisdom. A point of reference by which you can create equilibrium, physically, mentally, emotionally. Your object of meditation, your reference point, your mind, your body. You choose what you want to feed it. Choose what you want to strengthen. Choose what you want to neglect. Expanding your meditation life beyond the cushion. May it be fruitful for you. Signing off now.